0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Husband and Wife Talk Podcast, and it is time yet again for another Bachelor recap.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: we have Elise, resident Bachelor Bachelorette expert, on to kind of talk and just give hot takes on this past season.
1: And boy, was it a hot take season! Oh,
0: what Whoa. a God, what a dumpster fire this season yeah. was, huh?
1: It gives me anxiety to think
2: about it, honestly.
1: <laughs> oh, well, sorry. We're making you think about it.
2: <laughs> I know. I know. I was like, maybe I can get out all of my thoughts. It'll be yeah. good.
1: There's but, so many. Yeah. There's so many thoughts. So yeah. many things. So many things to talk about. Um, yeah. I just want to start by saying I started to take notes at the beginning of the season um, because I noticed Victoria... Would say things incorrectly, and then and then I got over her very quickly because yeah. then I realized that ugh, sh- this is just uh, I'm over her. So I stopped yeah. taking notes. But I was looking at I was mm-hmm. I was looking at them before we pressed record, and I was like, actually, this this is kind of funny. She said at one point she said she was feeling pressureful, like it was a pressureful situation. Pressureful. If she had just kind of milked that
2: and like made it cute then i think her whole shit if she worked
1: yeah if she she hadn't been such a dick
2: she just like took i feel like she just was like i'm gonna be like corinne or whatever but she didn't have the self-awareness to like Keep it light.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Like she was. Is that the girl so that did that far. took the
0: tiara from the other girl? Yeah. Yes. And oh. I
1: I think the word bully has been so overplayed and I don't want to use the word bully, so I'm just gonna say oh, mean person. Another yeah, all the animals dog. are here. <laughs> <laughs> um They
2: want to talk that. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um but yeah, I just feel like you're right. Like she was trying to be a Corinne, but mm-hmm. It just didn't work because she was just too much of a bitch.
2: I also, I don't feel like all of the girls disliked her. So I feel yeah. like they just really did not. I think, I mean, that's one of my biggest like things about the season is like, you really didn't get to know anyone. No, you and didn't. I feel there were like people at the end Matt. where I was
0: like, "Who is this I know, person?" Not
2: even Matt. <clears throat> I'm just like so. I'm like, we got to know everyone so well on Tayshia's season. I was like, what yeah. was wrong with all y'all? Like, I I don't know
1: what. Yeah, maybe the people
0: I feel like there were too at, many. There, people. But there's no
2: way that the cast wasn't as interesting as those guys. Like,
1: no, I think it was a number yeah. of different reasons. I think one. It was, there was so much drama, mean girl drama that they were focusing on. Yeah. Two, there were a lot of women. Yeah, two. There were a lot of women. And like how Heather came in mid season and that disrupted things. And we also are trying to get to know Matt as well because we had never met him before. So there was a lot of. Yeah. And then. Yeah, there's just a lot. Too much. Um, I also
0: feel like... Oh, go ahead.
1: I, I just, I'm, I'll just say these other Victoria things real fast oh. because I think it's funny. Okay. Um, she said, I'm a good firehouse, so I'll make a good drink for you. <laughs> and I think what... <laughs> I think what she meant to say is, like... I can't remember what situation she was in, but I think she was trying to say, like, I'm a... I don't even know actually. I'm trying to remember.
0: (laughs) I'm a firebrand? I'm a good firehouse,
1: so I'll make a good drink for you. That makes me crazy. I I, I I decay. She's crazy. She also said comparing herself to um, Matt, she, she said we're like oil and vinegar oh yeah I remember that instead of I mean like oil and water but oil and water don't go well together so I think she was trying to be like we're like oil and vinegar because we go so well together which I really thought was funny um, and then she also said um, when she was like being like Queen Victoria on one of the dates she's like they're just all um, instead of saying gestures like the uh-huh. gesture like, she said gestures yes, they're like, all just gestures they're make gest- making gestures mm. <laughs>
0: They're all just gestures, which
1: I mean I get. That's that is a hard. I feel like very very thin line of uh, the two different words, but she was, was
0: a bully so though. She, she was, was so yeah. mean. Yeah, I was glad that the people stood th- up to her. I couldn't her. stand
1: her. Even it until after even the final rose, when um, or the women tell oh, all when she was talking to what's watch. her face and saying like, "Well, are you just sensitive and like not honoring her feelings and owning up to her?" <clears throat> yeah. Yeah.
0: Do you get cringe through proxy, which is why you can't watch those kinds of things?
1: Nick my
2: husband, for anyone who doesn't know who Nick is, (laughs) Nick, it loves cringe. It's (laughs) he watches What Would You Do? Do you know that show? Oh yeah. No. He loves watching it because it's so cringey. It's like his thing. He just like watches cringe videos on YouTube. And it's a thing, some people love it. I have to leave, I'm just like, I can't handle this.
0: Yeah, I I get cringe by proxy all the time for other people when they're saying things. Yes. I'm like, don't, 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 okay. don't, don't do that. Don't do that, don't say that, don't, don't say that. I know,
2: I'm always, I'm, I'm, I'm like that too. I Even like sometimes, like if I see theater, I'm like always worried somebody is going to like sing a wrong note or forget their lines. <laughs> so like broadway is the only time i can relax
1: (laughs) right i'm like they always have it on lock but
0: yeah yeah. (laughs) Yeah. oh man yeah
1: i okay well i guess what like what did we think what did you think of matt being the bachelor because there are a lot of people that did not like him and then there are a lot of people that thought he was wonderful what did you think
2: i i like him um i think the problem a lot of times with the bachelor is they cast somebody who's usually well liked on the season before yeah right and then they edit their whole personality out yeah like they did it with um they definitely did it with uh who was it? well is just <laughs> i can't even yeah. think about peter colton maybe but, like yeah probably colton and um you know ben uh ben h from a long ben time Higgins, ago yeah he actually seems like from post bachelor he's like pretty funny but they just yeah. made him so bland i think there was an snl sketch that was like bland man when he was the bachelor <laughs> but they like take out all their sense of humor and i think yeah. Matt is actually funny like he is i followed him on social media so i like felt like i got his personality and then yeah they never they showed a few clips of him and michelle being funny yeah that was it and so it's like if you don't have that context for him you're kind of lost and i think he would have been a great contestant you know on claire season or whatever But they were just really trying to put a band-aid on their race issue and they just did it so quickly. And
0: They got an image problem for sure. That's their problem.
2: I mean, I think the way they edited him cast and all of that is their fault. It's not his. My favorite thing that he did was when he kicked off Victoria and she was like saying like, I can't believe you would listen to her or whatever and he just stared at her
0: yeah Yeah. dude my
2: it was so good the way he dealt with things like that he was not the best breaker upper but i think that speaks to his lack of relationship experience but
0: there was a moment where he was talking to victoria where uh he was like they were just like (laughs) talking outside or something and he was just like uh can i take you upstairs like just to like get rid of her you know he's like can i take you upstairs and then she was like can i have a kiss and he was like okay (laughs) and it was at that moment he was just like he was like
1: yeah he paused just like
0: a little bit too long where he was like okay
2: that's (laughs) what i kind of liked about. but i will say him not having that experience what i kind of liked about him was like he because he wasn't so caught up in like the way the bachelor is you can tell he just liked rachel and no one else like he only told her that he loved her and then everyone else he's like thank you for telling me (laughs) like you know what i mean yeah which i think as it's not necessarily the best quality to watch as a lead like for the audience but to me it makes him seem really genuine all the way till the end because he was like i'm not ready you know what i mean yeah like got mad at him but i have so much more respect for him being like that than like peter being like like yeah yeah at the end yeah
1: whiplash between the two women yeah i i liked him i i thought that he was um i like like you said like i follow him on social media so i was able to see more of his personality and then showing like the little clips they did in the bloopers you could really see a little bit more of his personality but I'm sure he just had. I mean, he's also talked about this on on podcasts and out out, set up other. Wow, I can't speak. Set it out on other things. Yeah. (laughs) Um, That he did definitely feel a lot of pressure being the first black bachelor, and so I'm sure. And then this level of I've never been on TV before. I've never done this show. Like the fact that Chris had to tell him what to do with the first impression rose. Yeah, like you. He had no idea. He
0: had a good media trainer, though. Oh because yeah, because oh, he had like yeah, he had like he had his like go to like yeah. I'm gonna turn this around and like make you feel comfortable. I think he genuinely tried. I mean, oh, yeah. I do too. And I think that like the thing for me that gets lost, and this is why the show is so addicting, is it's like this is such a ridiculous thing, but like the idea. Of juggling that many yeah. sexually charged relationships is right. would literally be like a nightmare.
1: And I think that's yeah. why, like, the, <laughs> he had the the idea of "I'm ready for this," right. and I think he did think he was ready for this. But I think also him saying or people who come on the show saying "I'm ready for this" and "I want this," I think are two very different things. That sometimes they say it totally. as one. So I think that he, it's very clear that he wants a relationship. Yeah. He wants to find his forever person. He wants to be in a serious relationship. He wants to get married. He's said it like multiple times. Like when I date, it is intent for marriage. But I don't think that he is ready for it. And I think he knows that now. I think yeah. because he hasn't had a serious, a long-term serious relationship, he clearly has a lot of demons from his Yeah parents and his dad leaving him like it's very clear that um he has hang-ups and fear that that's going to happen to him as well
0: yeah um
1: so i think you know a lot of people say oh yeah i'm ready i want this or i'm ready for this but it's really just you want this but you're not ready for it yeah and that's also why i respect it i think that his mom and his brother did get into his head a little bit more than maybe they needed to at the end or that's
0: how they edited it
1: Yeah, well it seemed like he was ready to propose and then his mom said, you Kinda know, snapped like snapped him
2: back into reality a little. Yeah, later.
1: and he was like, "Well, okay, well then I guess we'll just keep dating." Um but I think he would have I think he would have proposed had his mom not been so like harsh. Um mm. but, but like, T- you know, know who it's knows.
2: like Tasha's dad kind of did that and she still you know,
0: went through with it, so... So, it's so so funny that we're watching these people that get to know each other, right? Like, and I think this will segue into, I want to talk about the one girl calling the other girl an escort. But, like, when people go to buy a home, they do their due diligence. They look underneath the house. They check the the thing for cracks. They look at who's owned it before. They look at all the the water heater. Like, they do all this due diligence, but people don't do... Due, due diligence on their partners, hmm. and like, you know, for mm-hmm. that girl to call the other. Okay, so so for that girl to call the other girl an escort, are she sleeping mm-hmm. with men for money? <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> I think she really did regret it though.
0: In she the... Did. Well, dude, I the one of the few that I like. Heavy... Okay,
2: yeah. she figured she realized what she did.
1: Yeah, yeah. Unlike Victoria or some of the other ones. MJ yeah like,
0: oh she was nasty but gross. um yeah i mean like you're watching these people get to know each other and like who's to say like there hasn't been someone on that show that's done sex work and there's nothing wrong with sex work and i think that was right. what the girls did a good job of talking about is like we're yeah. not knocking sex work at all like sex work is work and i i agree with that yeah but like just reputation ruining leveling of accusations was like next level hardcore yeah that's gross yeah.
2: it's it's just uncalled for. It's just, yeah, I, that's I'm why I'm surprised I it wasn't a bigger wished,
0: backlash on her.
2: Yeah, I think there was just too much going on, honestly. Yeah, there was outside so much of Bachelor, going on. yeah, well, Bachelor Nation, but not literally on the show in that moment, all the behind yeah. the scenes. Yeah, but uh, I yeah. mean, I do think it's like the issue seems to be on this show that we all have social media access now, and the contestants don't when it's happening. Yeah. And um people who are like, you know, internet people are better at finding stuff out about people than the people who produce the show. Yeah. And yeah. something that's has gotta be figured paying... out
0: there. Yeah, it's probably an unpaid internship that they have these people doing the research on. Yeah.
2: Well they should pay people because they can find out everything. <laughs>
1: you
0: know, yeah. Yeah.
2: Like... Yeah. And then well, what do you that's think? how yeah. they avoid all this scandal it's just like constant you know it's yeah. just insane you know and then you're thinking want... about the optics of how you make the lead look when yeah. you cast somebody who's you know you know i'm talking not specifically about um what was her name i can see that's like all you yeah. know about her is S-part well called. here's so, my any, question the, what if i think her
1: name was Brittany, the one who got Brittany. called yeah, score? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Do you yeah. think it would also be, like, a dope produ- like producer move to be, like, they knew that? Like, they knew that going in and that that was going to pop off and probably garner more attention? I think they do that sometimes. Attention?
1: I think they do that sometimes, but I don't think they would have known that. I think they knew that they probably, like, ran in the same circles. The chick who called... And I don't remember what her name was. The one who... Um, accused Britney as being an escort. I'm sure yeah. they knew they ran in the same circles, but probably didn't know. And it seemed like she also didn't really know what she was talking about. No. She just like made it up. It seemed like she just made it up out of thin air.
0: Yeah. Thin- my so
1: yeah. But I just wish. I just wish that they had edited that out. Like. I know. I. That I was think, also. I think yeah. they could have. It seems like they could have edited it out. They left
0: it in there for a reason.
1: I know they left it in exactly. there for a reason, but it's really fucked up to leave it in there for a exactly. reason. To just ruin this chick's reputation. I think. I think a good conversation came out of it about. Totally. S- that's true. Talking positively and not bashing sex workers, but I just don't think it needed to be. That. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I, 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 I just didn't, I didn't like that. And just the fact that they focused so much on all of the mean girlness, and there was just so many dates and things that we didn't see that I think from this season and also last season um, and just, I, I think more people are talking about how they want to see real things and they don't want to see women just bashing each other they want to see their relationships that have formed both with the lead and also within the house so I hope that the producers and editors are listening and I understand that there always has to be you know drama and whatnot but it doesn't have to be the main manufactured or Yeah. yeah yeah
0: I yeah, also I would mean, love them to do away with the female fighting aspect. Oh like anytime yeah. they have anyone so fight, dated. I'm like, this that. is so they over stupid. It. It's gross. I, I can't watch those. You,
1: I get that you're like, you know, you don't, you can't do the dates that you normally would because of traveling and and whatnot. Yeah. But you, you don't have to. I mean, think of the dates that um, were on Taysha's season, and even the like one or two group dates that they did with Claire. Like they were so. They they had one about love languages. They did the whole thing about like drawing your personality with Taysha. Oh my God. That that was was so so deep and like so. But I just thought you really got to. You really got to. It was very funny. But you got to see the people. You got to see their personalities. And it's so much. There's such a deeper level than like let's just get these two. These chicks to fight each other. It doesn't
0: get ratings though. And they
1: had drama, but it was like, yeah. it was not
2: so dominating. And then they did that shift to like the relationships, you know?
1: Yeah. So it totally. was yeah.
2: just kind of refreshing. And I think people really liked it. And then they yeah. were like, well, it's The Bachelor now. Yeah. I don't know what they were thinking.
0: I just also think that going on that show is such a clout chasing thing to do. You know? Yeah. I mean, it, but I mean, like, yeah. who's to say? You know, I wouldn't like turn down free publicity. Like, if I'm a real estate agent, that's great for me, right? which Matt James is. Like, come on. You know, people like.
1: Well, I don't think he's He's probably not a real estate agent anymore.
0: <laughs> I don't well, think he needs to be a real
1: estate agent anymore. Well, I mean,
0: he's got to make money somehow.
1: <laughs> yeah, but he also has his like food thing and he has his. What were like, you something? talking about? Matt James. Oh, yeah, because like, he's he was probably not a real not gonna... estate agent. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't think he really needs to do that anymore. Yeah.
0: Well, there's more money in real estate, but than like there he, is in I don't television. think
1: he, I think he did
2: commercial real estate, but not like he wasn't yeah. like a broker. Like yeah, I think he something just like that. It wasn't like he made commission. I don't think. Yeah. So. Yeah,
0: I just think it's so. I would love to see. I would like to see an older. I mean, I, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm on the wrong side of 35. You know, like I'd love to see older couples. Like the first girl for Tasha season, whatever her name was. Claire. that- Pick that guy right away, like which you're like, dude, this is there's no way this is gonna end up being good, but like, I don't know. I enjoyed that she was like a little older and she was the like, guys were older, great. all the
1: men were, yeah, because they were older yeah. and they were more mature and they were more
0: that group of guys was incredible, amazing. Like, all of them were just yeah, like, I know, top notch, like polite, yeah, like hardly any drama except for that one guy, Bennett which and Noah involved
1: the young
2: guy, I know, yeah, but it was like funny. It was funny. Yeah. It was no, I'm like not talking about not the guy that called so her the serious. oldest
0: the guy that called her the oldest bachelor in history. He's like I Oh, yeah. Yosef Yeah. And then he lasted
2: yeah. one episode or whatever cuz oh, it was yeah. like okay, bye.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: He was That's the what worst. they needed to do with Victoria, just like, yeah. okay, you're a bad seed, like bye, leave. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's is it weird? I mean, you've been with Nick for going on how how many years now? Over I think a decade, it's right? 7. 7? Okay. Yeah. 7 years. Like we're very lucky. To, like, have our partners, and I just, yeah. it's got to be tough out there. So, I mean, like, kudos on those people for going yeah. on the show to try just, it out. I just,
1: I'm tired of seeing these, like, 23-year-olds that, these young 23 girls, 23-year-old girls that are like, oh, I just, you know, I have I just really want my partner, and I've, like, talking about how they've, like, exhausted all their options, I'm like, you're fucking 23? But it but felt like those... that when yeah. you were
2: 23. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, but I I those... like, I know I felt like that. I
1: shouldn't talk because I've, I'm blessed to have found my person very young but i also just feel like you're not out of options at 23 no.
0: but then you get those those girls and boys that go on there and they're like industrial engineers who just haven't found anyone they're like this might be right. kind of fun like i yeah. kind of respect that that's like and those are like, i'm a software engineer i don't need i am like well established in my career i yeah. know who i am as a person i'm confident i'm good looking i just have trouble dating why not go yeah. on tv and like have some like
2: I think you know. that's you know, the ideal.
0: Yeah, at least yeah.
2: as an audience member.
0: Do you think there will ever be a gay bachelorette or like gay bachelor I bachelorette? Think they
1: can. They can't do that, or else they would have to separate all the contestants. Because then, what if the two the contestants all get with each other? Then there's like yeah, much I focus don't know. I don't
2: know. I think that I mean the whole concept of the show is really heteronormative. Right. Yeah. Know? Right and well, I mean, so marriage focused and like people yeah. who are gay or bisexual are like not about being like that they're like yeah i'm not into heteronormativity so like i sure. feel like yeah. they would rebel against the whole premise of the show yeah <laughs> he'd be like yeah i'm not doing that
0: yeah yeah interesting yeah. i think nate had the same response when i brought it up to him he was like yeah that would never work
2: yeah <laughs> he did try to do- they did a gay bachelor on bravo i think I think it oh, only really? lasted one season. That's hysterical, <laughs> yeah. And then they had Tia Tequila. What was her name? Tila Tequila. Tila Tequila had a dating show where she dated guys and girls. Oh, Yeah, cool. I remember I that. I it was on VH1. Thing. She was like a porn star who was bisexual. V- yeah, she was like
0: a v- video DJ, VJ. Mm.
1: What
0: are mm.
2: yeah. My dog is being cray-cray.
0: That's
1: okay. Cray-cray. <laughs> um, well, what, oh my gosh, Teddy. <laughs> I freaking hate it when he does this. He wants to play, but he just ke- gets like a half an inch away. And I'm like, I- I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Let <laughs> me take a picture. I that in there. Um, <laughs> um, what do you think about the new Bachelorettes? Um, Katie, and I Michelle.
2: was Team Michelle. I love Michelle. Yeah. I think she's amazing. Yeah. I actually really liked Katie um, when she was on the show and don't really completely understand why some of the girls had beef with her I don't either It seemed like there was stuff that we didn't know I don't know so I really liked both of them I feel like the way that they kind of presented it was like kind of strange like yeah they did not like be like we're doing two bachelorettes because we want to or so it it can so easily be like, okay, so you wanted this white girl and then Chris Harrison drama happens So you were like, okay, we have to pick a black girl too. So it kind of doesn't make them seem like, why can't you just have Michelle, you know? Well, I like- don't know
1: if I, if where, where I, I don't remember where I read it or where I heard it, but they wanted Michelle, but Michelle said right. she couldn't do it at first because she wants to finish out her school year. Right so but they should have said that they i know i don't know when that. i re- i when i read that i thought well why wasn't this talked about like it makes people so much need sense. to know why they're doing katie first because mm-hmm. i agree with you i thought the same thing too of oh well they just feel pressure that they have to pick a black chick now and i love katie i'm really happy to watch her season yeah. and i think michelle is amazing and i'm very happy to watch her season as well, yeah. But I, I agree with you. Like, why aren't you saying the reason why we have two bachelorettes and the yeah. reason why we're having Katie and then Michelle is because we want Michelle, but she said no right now. So we'll get to her when she's ready and when she's not in school. And I also appreciate that Michelle wants to like keep her job. I know she reminds me. She's the she best. reminds me a lot of. Um, like when i was watching Nick's season i was so attracted to rachel because she just had such a good head on our shoulders and she was very focused on her career and she yeah. like i just really and same with um what's her fate, kelly from um uh oh yeah. uh, uh, Pete, Pete season. she was so
2: like i am not like yeah she's falling like falling for this
1: <laughs> yeah and i really i really think that is very attractive on on contestants when they're there and it's very clear that to not use the like stereotype where they they seem there for the right reasons yeah um so i'm excited to watch both of their seasons i love the but...
2: bachelorette like i prefer it over the bachelor yeah. so i'm sure it's gonna be good and i think katie will be really like sassy
0: <laughs>
1: yeah
2: to, to the guys which will be kind of she won't be afraid to push back which will
0: be kind of refreshing yeah she was the most refreshing um, character on yeah. the last season i me. think it'll yeah. be
1: what we wanted claire's season to be yes because she was like feisty and out yeah. there but then we didn't really get to see that because um yeah it didn't last long enough. because it didn't last very long um yeah and I also, but I also think Katie has a little bit more confidence than Claire. I think Claire has a lot of confidence, yes. but I think there's still that little mm, insecurity, of feeling, yeah. yeah, which I don't really get. Which that I sense think she's had a lot Katie. of
2: stuff happen in her life. I mean, I think Katie seemingly does has had too, like stuff with her dad, and yeah. But like you know, Claire seemed like she had a lot of trauma, so that yeah. was like what kind of made a lot of things difficult, like that one guy she went on a date with and sent him home because he made her feel uncomfortable. like i was like there's stuff going on with her yeah you know so um yeah so i'm glad in that sense um and i'm also glad for like kind of a bachelor break because it's been like a lot (laughs) yeah because they did those seasons back to back so i'm like so many yeah yeah take
0: a little breaky break
2: yeah (laughs) a little breaky
0: break (laughs) what was your take on the whole chris harrison thing
2: yeah i think he's an idiot (laughs) i just like i mean it's it's he's it's funny because i was like i feel like people are always like who's gonna replace chris harrison one day because Mm -hmm. people ask that because he's just been doing it for so long not to be not for i mean that's the main reason and then, when he did that, I was like, "Oh, he's gonna be responsible for his own demise
0: I like, just, it's so crazy to watch someone put their foot that far into their mouth
2: and yeah. look, I think there there can be a way to if he really wanted to have some nuance to the conversation, there can be a really intelligent way to be like i want I think she should speak like there's ways that you can not completely condemn Rachel." while still being really aware of the optics of the situation yeah Yeah. you know if he was like wanting to defend the you know not wanting to bash a person on the show but it's like he literally just lost all sense of i mean but and i think he showed his true colors in that moment because Mm -hmm. he his whole media training just like went out the window i know his awareness of like the whole situation it's like you're literally talking to Rachel who is like constantly asking for change in the franchise and thinking that what you're saying is not hurtful to people like
1: yeah yeah
2: he's just he's tired and like I've always felt like when people are like asking him for advice I'm like you're literally not asking like a real person for advice who is gonna give you actual help yeah like, why yeah. don't they have somebody who can actually give them <clears throat> advice? Like a therapist. <laughs> that or a contestant who's been through it. Like, I'm like, yeah, mm. which just why people go through I'm,
1: this. Yeah, which is why you know? I'm looking forward to having Caitlin and Tasha. One, because I love both of them. But yes. two, because yes. and they've said like, no, we're not the hosts. We're there for support and guidance. And yeah, it'll be much, much better. Um, yeah, I'm excited to
2: see how that pans out.
1: Yeah, it was really interesting because I, the first time I, I, so I listened to the interview, I was riding my bike and I was listening to the interview Mm -hmm. and listening to him, Chris speaking with Rachel, I was like, yeah, I mean, he's, he's saying woke way too much. He's being very, come on. (laughs) Yeah. He's being very bold and yeah he's definitely like throwing all his media training out the window. But I also like I didn't really Okay and then I watched it. And then Mm. watching it I got a whole different take and feeling because it kept showing Rachel just like sitting there and you could see her being very uncomfortable. And then I listened to the higher learning podcast that Rachel Rachel Lindsay has with her friend Vance. And she talked about how the reason, because watching it, I was like, "Why listening and watching it?" I thought, "Why isn't Rachel saying anything? Why isn't Rachel?" And then I realized, like, okay, she's, she's just, just getting the popcorn, him, watching him dig his own just, grave. She's just, yeah, she did exactly the right just thing, letting him, letting she's him like, go. She's like, "Yes,
0: I'm going to be the new face of the franchise." Just keep <laughs> like,
1: talking. Dude. No, she's so just over it, talking, but she's dude. smart. I mean, and also she's yeah. probably been in this situation many times. <clears throat> yeah. Well, you know? what she said on the Higher Learning podcast was she knew in that moment if she spoke back to him or like spoke up she would be painted as the angry black Mm -hmm. woman and so he probably doubled down yeah you know instead she felt like i just need to i need to be silent let him do his thing and i can't play the angry black woman card so i just gonna stay here and wait
0: Uh, yeah i i didn't watch the full thing so i like i only saw like a clip i think of it but i think what chris was like trying to say without but he did like a very poor job was just like Mm -hmm. people make mis i think at the root of his like people make mistakes yeah they need to be called out for it he's like but i think there should be a path to redemption and forgiveness which is like a beautiful sentiment right
2: yeah yeah the
0: way he went about doing it yeah was he was blaming wokeness? Yeah, and well, things weren't like well, that back also, in the day. Yeah, and
1: giving mine you know? an out because it was 2018. Yeah, that like, was like not that part. Yeah, that but was he where he said, it really "Is it wrong in
2: 2020 or is it wrong in 2018?" I'm like, can't
0: do that. It's wrong. It's wrong. <laughs> Period. It's wrong.
2: <laughs> that's that's where yeah. you, when somebody says something like that, you're like, okay, so what else are your opinions?
1: Yeah, because right.
2: and like that yeah. is like showing you know total lack of any kind of like racism awareness yeah. anti-racism yeah. learning like
1: yeah
2: i'm like did and it's also very clear that the bachelor didn't do any anti-racism training for any of the people in production yeah
1: glaring though they obvious. said they did they said that they got a diversity coach but clearly we it's did not just coach let's Chris. just no, they did not. Yeah, <laughs> and I thought what was really interesting, and I encourage people to go listen to that episode of Higher Learning, and a lot of that, like their yeah, episodes are great. Yeah, I love really Higher great. Learning. Um, but if you wanted to know more about Rachel's stance, go listen to those episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, but she said, uh, Vance asked, is it Vance or Van? I think it's Van. 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 Yeah, Van. Lathen. Asked her. Mm-hmm, Asked her, well, like, what are the changes you want to see? Like, if Chris comes back, what would you want to see? And she said, you know, I don't really have an answer for that because I don't really know what that looks like. But I know that I need to see more than what they're doing now. I need to see more than just saying, we have a diversity coach and here's your the black face as a lead that you want to see and not anything else. Like, there doesn't seem to be any other actions taking place i think there's
0: a push and pull on the show though because like there are definitely people advocating for minorities to have more larger prominent roles on that show and i think that there are people who work in production on that show that are really trying to present representation for all races i do think that that's happening i think it's the top brass that's like
2: it's always, yeah. but that's the way. Which it is, is it's but like, That's always the yeah. It's, it's always, always case. how it trickles down. It's like always the people who are at the very top who need to change. Yeah, right, right, you know. Right.
1: I thought it was really interesting when when Heather came onto the season trying to get in, um, and seeing her. And I don't know if she picked out her dress or if someone picked it out for her, but seeing her in her white dress, in her long blonde Mm -hmm. hair, standing in the room with all the other women, because at the time, it was was only, yeah, it was only Kit and Rachel and Kit was the only blonde. So it was very telling seeing the juxtaposition of Heather, who we normally see as the female contestant mm-hmm. with all the cast was like wow this and so like that to me shows that they're making a step in the right direction just seeing the contrast between what right. we're used to seeing and what we were seeing this season so let's just hope that it keeps going forward and keeps going yeah. in the right direction
2: i think it's also the way that they choose their storylines too because
1: yeah, there were and that's so where many... they failed this season. Exactly.
2: It's like there were so many instances when they could have highlighted more about a contestant of color story, but so often it was a white girl being upset about mm-hmm. something somebody else was doing or being the center yeah. of drama or X, yeah. Y, Z. I felt like there were so many times, and I don't have enough specifics in my mind right now, where I felt like, this just looks like the typical white girl using their privilege being upset.
0: Yeah. And I was
2: like, I'm just like really freaking sick of that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm like, I'm so sick of seeing that. And it, maybe it was more <clears throat> glaringly obvious to me because there were more women of color who weren't doing that. Yeah. And I'm like, how does this look you know what I mean and if you have the right people working on the show they're aware of those optics and I think the bachelor is so glaringly unaware Mm
1: -hmm.
2: you know that it's like you need people to point it out for them yeah which is embarrassing but it's like
1: yeah you know but also like that's you know we all have to learn things and Sometimes we just need that little extra push in the right yeah. direction.
0: Well, what we're experiencing now, our generation, all, mm-hmm. all of us in our thirties that are coming up, and and the people that are younger than us that are kind of leading this movement, it, this is going to go down in history as like one of the largest cultural shifts towards equality since yeah. since the civil the passing of the Civil Rights Act. I, I truly believe oh, that I there's agree. been yeah. a fundamental. So it's really. Yeah, tilt on the axis of understanding race. And I think it's a really, really good thing. But it's painful. Change it is. is painful and it takes a long time. But like, I'm all for it. You know, I've had conversations with people and family members that are like, this whole woke culture and all this stuff. I'm like, you're just upset because it's changing. And now you're experiencing a little bit, a fraction of what all these other people have had to go through their entire lives. Like, think about that right. for two seconds. And you know, put your,
2: I do think... You know, I liked a lot of what Matt said after the final rose about calling people in instead of calling people out. Mm, yeah. yeah. Because I That's think powerful. what happens, and I actually listened to, my husband loves this guy. Oh, What is this? Scott Galloway. He does um, this podcast about like the tech industry and like predicting mm-hmm. things. And he's just like very uh business dude (laughs) Mm -hmm. i'm I'm sure he has like a more legit job title (laughs) the business dude
0: yeah totally but they were
2: talking about how like there's the extreme way and that that's what's given the whole woke woke culture this like um uh reputation went with the right uh right more right-wing people that people just love to call people out virtue signaling that whole deal like people yeah. can go to that extreme and it's not helpful and so people get mad at that when the people who are in the middle just saying that people need to be held accountable their voices are a lot more subdued and yeah. that's really what is going to create any kind of change is being able to have nuanced conversations about mm-hmm. situations yeah. instead of that the what I think Chris was could have said a little bit more eloquently. You know, we don't need to just call people out. We need to like have a conversation about it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: So, and allow a path to redemption. Yeah. Like people can change. Like I'm not the same person Absolutely. I was when I was 16. You know, like yeah. People grow. People learn. And and this like, you know, you're forever canceled because you said this one thing you know when you were 14 Mm -hmm. years old i don't think that's necessarily fair i I feel like people don't stray too far from those things but also like there has to be some room for growth like when i first moved to new york i had all of these different preconceived notions but living here i'm like my eyes were open to so many different things and cultures and people and like you know i think it's just and when people
2: are held accountable they need to not be defensive
0: yes you know i mean that's the whole like
2: white fragility situation
0: Mm -hmm. and just
2: listen and use that as an opportunity for growth and then can you can move on yeah
0: you know because
2: like i yeah go
1: ahead
2: oh no i'm i was just talking (laughs) (laughs) well as am
1: i
0: (laughs) yeah but also i feel Um, like like as a as a cisgendered white male you know (laughs) like i can be an ally. I can, you know, help with, you know, putting putting the message out, but I I posted about this the other day like I think the biggest thing you can do is is uh is to be supportive with your paycheck if you have it, you know, mm-hmm. like find something that you're passionate about, donate a little bit each month, you know, because there are a ton of people who are quote-unquote silent that are getting called out for being silent who might be donating a ton of money like you just don't know like some yeah people that don't is not support those movements vocally but they support yeah. it you know with their pocketbook and like who's to say that that's any different than po- i mean it is different but like if you're supporting a cause quietly financially like i i don't see the problem with that either well
2: and what really matters is the conversations you're having with people in your life because social yeah. media is not conversations it's like posting and liking and maybe yeah. some dming but like you know if i'm reposting something that i support like that's great but if i'm not having those pr- practical mm-hmm. conversations with people in my life who don't really get it then like what's the point you know yeah
1: and that's it's
2: one so thing
0: hard.
2: yeah yeah that's one thing that i kind of wish, um rachel Kirkinell, I think that's how you say her name. Would have said, and after the final rose, when they asked her about what she's doing, um, because I wish she had said something about like that. It, the biggest difference it makes is how you hold yourself accountable when you're talking to other people or yeah. something like that. Because mm-hmm.
1: I feel like she said that either on on her. She's stories, done it or... on her social media,
2: so I'm yeah. like, she
1: seems like she has
2: been aware of saying. Those things and I wish she had touched on that a little bit and yeah. maybe she did and they edited did, and around we, yeah, it. Because yeah. they edited very strangely that whole yeah, thing. Yeah, they cut
1: out they cut out a lot of stuff. I don't know. I thought um The host. I thought yeah, Emmanuel Ocho, is that how you say his name? I think so. I I thought he did such a good job and I thought it was such a good pick. I thought I yeah. just I really I've yeah. heard him on podcasts before and I really enjoy his personality and what he has to say and the way he says it. I really enjoy him. And and because he has a psychology background, mm-hmm. it made it so much, it felt like it was just so much more genuine rather yeah. than Chris, who's also a producer, who's also focused on rates. Like, Emmanuel has zero interest as how well the show does. I mean... I'm sure he has a little interest because, you know, it it was so new to him, but he doesn't care. And one of the things that we didn't get to see that he talked about later was Mm -hmm. he could tell that Michelle was hurt by Rachel. And then he had Rachel and Michelle come out and talk to each other and apologize. And they were able to, like, hug and have an embrace, which was very awkward that her and Matt did not. That was so awkward and so uncomfortable. I mean, good for Matt, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she yes, was like, I'm glad no, that- I have
2: boundaries, you know? Yes, but. good
1: for you for keeping those boundaries, but that edit made it so uncomfortable. It was silent and still for so long.
0: <laughs> well, and that host, I was like, like that host, yeah. would, like, really put her feet to the fire.
1: He, put, I feel like he put everyone's feet to the fire, and especially her, and that's what needed to happen.
0: But we've had conversations with friends of ours, um, who are minorities and they've put our feet to mm-hmm. the fire and they're really good. fucking uncomfortable conversations yeah yeah because but when that's you're faced with you your can own have that conversation yeah. Yeah. yeah it
1: seemed like it seemed like rachel was i i feel like rachel's doing the things that she needs to do and what what was so sad to me was it seems it's very it seems to me very genuine that her feelings for Matt. And it seems like she's still very much in love with him and it is not her decision to end their relationship. And I understand why Matt decided to end their relationship. But that was, I started to get emotional seeing how she just like clearly like wanted to touch him and wanted to comfort him. And he was like, nah, girl. And I just felt so sad for both of them. Yeah. Because it seemed like he also really cared about her. But then as he said, you know, I can't have a partner who would never understand what it is like to be me.
2: Oh, yeah. And so I think sad. it's probably, I think it's clear that there were conversations between them when she did not understand or own mm-hmm. her behavior mm-hmm. and defended herself. And we are seeing like her realizing, we're seeing her kind of aftermath of yeah. re- learning all that. But I can understand why he would be more hurt than what we can realize because she is now aware, but she wasn't then. And so I'm sure she was a lot more, a lot less sensitive to the ramifications because it's like, think about how it makes him look, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: how the show made him look by picking this girl who had all this Mm -hmm. social media history yeah. And then it puts him in this position where it's, like, if he, you know, it's, like, imagine how people would have reacted if he forgave her and stayed with her, too. Yeah. You know, it's, like, and, she, you know, it's kind she of kind of put situation. him in that position, whether, you know, yeah. it's indirect or not. So, it's, like, that really sucks for him because yeah. Yeah. his whole experience is ruined, essentially, because of her actions and it has bigger ramifications than just you know she had a picture at a party and yeah you know what i mean yeah, yeah. and it, it's really unfortunate for him and so it makes me mad at the show mostly because mm. you know how easily people were able to find those pictures of her yeah they could have shut it down
0: yeah. You know. I mean, it probably was easy to overlook, though. Just a bunch of girls, like, in a picture. I, With, like, ha- I have zero seen context. those parties. Oh, right. I
2: grew up in the South. I saw pictures in college of girls I knew at those parties, and I had no idea what it was about. But I was like, this is so stupid. Like, that was just my reaction. Like, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know that it was, like, a plantation party or any antebellum stuff. But I just remember seeing it and being like, what? Like, mm-hmm. this is so dumb. And now that I know even more, I'm just like, oh my God. Like, the South has a lot to reckon with. Yeah,
0: Long way yeah. to go. I have yeah. this theory. I have this theory about what's about to happen over the next, like, 20 years with okay. with the left. Because of the pandemic, so many people are, like, moving back home. And like Mm. not coming back to the city. Mm. So I think a lot of these (laughs) left leaning people that have these left leaning ideas are going back into the communities that they're from and they're interacting with people and they're making friends. And I think over time, those people will have a positive impact on the community and I think overall everything will kind of move more towards equality and social justice as we, I mean, that's my hope. That's like the optimistic hope, but all these people are moving home, you know? And then there's, I think yeah, there's something to be said for people. Stay. That, yeah, yeah. I think there's something to be said. I've thought about this a lot. Like I have been vocally a critic of my hometown for a long time about how mm-hmm. bad it is and how much I don't like it. The like, the like community wanting to be a part of a community community, person that i am i'm like why can't i take what i know and bring it back to my hometown and try to make a change from it i don't want to do that (laughs) but like that's what people who are a lot of people are just doing are doing yeah yeah Mm
1: -hmm.
0: yeah Yeah.
1: well i hope they have emmanuel back on i thought he was so great or i hope that they choose someone in the future who has maybe a more psychology background who doesn't he's not a producer who isn't so into all the behind the scenes and, the, Brown. and the money of the show. <gasps> Karamo would be so good. Oh, he would be <gasps> so good. Dude, oh, 100% he's on the show. He's so good at those conversations. 100% he's on the list. He's
0: amazing.
1: Oh my gosh, that would be so good. <laughs> Nexus,
0: is it Nexus Entertainment? If you're listening...
1: Oh my Karamo God, Karamo Brown.
0: Yeah, I nominate. That's I personally good... nominate Karamo Brown.
1: I second that. Oh my gosh, that would be so lovely. I love yeah. him so much.
0: He's the oh. best.
1: Well, okay. Not not much thought. Top three people you want to see in paradise.
2: Oh. Victoria. Oh.
1: <laughs> no, fuck Victoria. Oh, I want Victoria. Well, okay. I'm, I'm thinking her. of boys first. Okay. can I think
2: can I pick three boys three girls sure sure, sure. it's gonna be a lot of people <laughs> yeah um, there are so many people to choose from I know Dr. Joe was one of my faves from yes. Tati's season and yes. he is a delight and he's so great to follow on social media because he's just a little literal angel I don't yes. think he does ads he does charity on his Instagram which is yeah. just like yeah he's the best yeah um and Brendan, I loved Brendan. Is that the, yes. the military
0: guy? No, um, no, no, I did not
2: like him. I mean, no, ben... he
1: was the one that they made her. him. You like, liked him. Look at engagement rings. And yeah, uh, then he was like
2: he the left. turtleneck guy. I loved him. Yes, yes. I love. What Brendan. about Bennett? What did you say, Bennett? Bennett? Oh, I mean, Bennett is shoe in. I think
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> he's crazy. But yeah, I guess, I guess he's like an obvious pick. So that's why I'm like, (laughs) I guess Ben will be my third. And then girls, um, I really like Chelsea. Yes. Um, And I don't want to pick anyone from Peter's season. (laughs) (laughs) No offense, but, oh, actually, you know, if somebody on Peter's season was to be on it, I really like Natasha. Yeah. And she has been on some podcasts and she does a bachelor podcast, which I don't listen to, mm-hmm. but I just think she's really delightful. Yeah. Um, and she's just really great. Um and then who what's a third girl from Matt's season? Because Katie Katie and Michelle I really like. Oh, Abigail. Yeah. I loved Abigail. Oh, yeah. He's like uh she's just so sweet and I feel yeah. like she would be really genuine and
1: yeah. I, like I would choose Piper. Oh, I like oh, Piper too. Piper. Piper, Abigail, and um, oh gosh, what is her name? Um, the dancer. Um, she ah, she was one of the late comers, and she was a dancer, and she was the one that Victoria called her a, a whole a whore because she's a dancer.
0: Oh, what oh was her
1: name? I know Nicole. There were too many girls. I there mean was that, too many it's girls. Not, well, yeah. I feel bad, but her, I really liked, I really liked her. <laughs> um, and then boys, I would want to see Brendan and yeah, for sure Bennett. Cause that's just great comedic. He's um, just going
2: to be so much older than all the women, which makes me feel awkward.
1: Yeah. Some people are into that.
0: I nominate Yosef. That's true.
1: No, fuck that. I'm, o- I'm over. I'm over the mean people drama. Um, who was sister. someone else that was like funny from? Ivan is great. I really like Ivan oh, too. Oh yeah, yes.
0: Ivan was great. He's Love definitely Ivan.
2: gonna be there. He is like his social media. He's like meeting up with people. He loves being in Bachelor Nation now. He's like that's
1: cute because
2: I think he was on. I can't remember what podcast I listened to him, but he was like, "Yeah, I'm watching this season. I need to see these girls I'm about to date." <laughs> <laughs> He basically said that in so many words and i was like you know i love you you're so he's just that's awesome he's so real i love that he with the whole religion thing he was like i'm not religious and i'm not gonna pretend to be and it's okay if that doesn't work for you yeah
1: yeah i'm like you're so mature he's great that's great yeah you have your top three
0: Uh, i mean yosef bennett uh and um who else was the the canadian lumberjack guy (laughs) I like oh, him. Oh, Blake. Yeah,
2: he's terrifying, but he'll yeah. definitely be on it.
0: I love yeah, him. He yeah, yeah, he great. definitely so emotionally out. invested. He's he's definitely gonna have he someone's was like, head in that freezer. He
1: was so strange, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I could get on board. And chicks.
0: Oh, I don't know enough to care. Uh, <laughs> what well, girl? Who was your favorite girl from Matt season? The girl who who uh, is the new bachelorette. Yeah, Katie. I like Katie. Katie. I yeah. liked Piper a lot. Um, and I liked Victoria. No. She's got my vote. She'll
2: definitely be on it.
0: I hope I hope not. She's definitely yeah, going to be on it. She's too will. good for television.
2: Yeah. Maybe she'll uh, have some redeeming qualities.
0: Who knows?
1: Yeah, there are there are a lot of people that are painted to be the quote-unquote villain, and then they go on Bachelor Paradise. Oh, like then, that
0: one guy who was, was like the most out. confident model ever, that model guy? Oh, Jordan. I love Jordan. Jordan. I hated that guy.
1: I
2: understand why people hate him, but I just thought he was so ridiculous. Like, I
0: was into it.
2: Oh, they're making Look at out. these two.
0: <laughs> um. It's so well, sweet. Thank you so much for doing always, this again. Always, always fun. I
1: chatting with you about all you the best too. stuff. You guys, too. I don't know animals. I know. So here, wait. Hold up, Rue. I want to take a okay. picture. Well, actually, I'll do it. He's, be, he's do being a...
2: pretty good. Although he's starting to get antsy.
1: Yeah, he is doing really well. Look at (laughs) Rue! Wait here, I'll do a picture of Teddy. Oh, wait, he's falling. (laughs) Got it.
2: (laughs) Yesterday I found out that his brother, his breeder kept his brother.
0: Uh, And uh he
2: won best puppy in show. And Whoa. I was like, Rue, mm, that could have been you. You're been basically you. a model. I saw a pic- uh-huh. picture because I'm friends with her on Facebook because I have no life. And I'm obsessed <laughs> with my dog. And I was like, is that Rue's brother? And she was like, sure is. Because they have like the same face. It's insane. Aww, cute. But... So
1: cute. So awesome. I like to
2: think that Rue is best puppy in show. Yes, yeah.
1: he is. <laughs> my life.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, Elise. Uh, Well, thank you so much. Thanks again for coming on. We'll do this again soon.
1: Yes. Hopefully a person when
0: we're all vaccinated.
1: Yeah. Next one, when we talk about, I guess the next one would be Bachelor in Paradise, right? Are they doing that next? I know. I think it's Bachelorette. I think they're
2: filming KB season right now.
1: Oh, yes. You're right. You're right. You're right.
2: Yeah. Cool. So, well, I'm sure we'll have a lot of vibrator jokes to- Yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) <laughs> laugh out
1: <laughs> yes oh. alright well enjoy the rest of your day thank you you guys too
0: bye bye, bye.
1: bye. I'm feeling conversation it's about to go down I'm feeling your vibrations all the way across town
0: I'm ET you can phone me girl you know me only wanna hear a different tone I know somewhere quiet we can go